0: Talk show new one is now watch the show What up, Montana? Welcome in. It's going on now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Hope you're having an outstanding midweek. It's not a snow squall, so that's a good thing. <laughs> Hopefully you survive. So funny, because uh, one of our guys in the back, Jeff Safford, he's from Northern California. He said his mother texted him, worried about him about the snow squall. My mother's in Colorado for the week. She was texting me, worried if we got buried alive. So, <laughs> I guess that the emergency alerts were going out all across the Western United States. We survived. I hope all you out-of-state people really enjoyed yourselves. As somebody said on Twitter, stop freaking out. It snows in April every single year in Montana. I don't know what, how everybody forgot. Good show for you today. Jam-packed show for you today. The news of the day, a contract extension at Montana State for the reigning Big Sky Conference men's basketball coach of the year. Danny Sprinkle re-upped for four years by Leon Costello, the athletic director. Sprinkle's name, been connected to several different jobs around the Western United States. And so uh, maybe he parlayed that into some leverage. It also looked like he was all the way down the wire at San Diego, but did not get the job. So we will discuss not only for what it means for the Bobcats, but also the status or lack thereof of the Big Sky Conference as a sort of quote-unquote launching pad, landing, uh, you know, place where you can use it as a stepping stone, the the place you can vault your career. We saw it quite often, particularly from the ranks of the University of Montana men's basketball coaches moving on and moving up. But it's been a little while since a Big Sky Conference coach then used that to get an objectively bigger and quote-unquote better job. So, Can you get stuck in the big sky? And if you do, what does it all mean? Also, a ton of phone call guests to get to today. One, two, three of them. As always, guests will join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. If you want to be a part of the show, best way to do it today is to text us, 406-888-1029, because we will be on the phone for a good amount of this show. 430, Alex Escherman, our great friend, and colleague from SWX Montana Television, she will join us for the Montana State Minute. So we'll talk about Coach Sprinkle's contract extension, as well as some MSU Pro Day and some spring ball storylines out of Bobcat football. We also will be joined at the top of the hour by my good friend, good friend of this show, and uh, resident Twitter comedian, (laughs) Andrew Schmidt. He is a, a man of many trades. He is a... Sports agent, he's a former Grizz football player. He's also an attorney, but he's also a self-proclaimed and self-anointed Masters aficionado. So we'll give a little preview of the Masters tournament, which starts on Thursday. And then are our third phone guest of the day. He's the reigning Big Sky Conference Men's Field Athlete of the Week. It's Evan Todd, a native of Kalispell, Montana. A javelin thrower for the University of Montana men's track team. He had one of the best marks in the region uh, earlier this season, just a couple weeks ago. So he'll join us uh, on the phone line as well. He is in Missoula, but he wasn't able to make it over here because of practice time. So he's just going to give us a call, and we're going to give him a call right after practice. And then also, of course, it is a Wing It Wednesday. So we have a dozen wings from the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill for you. That'll take place about 445 And uh, we'll keep on playing our blind side as well. Andrew Houghton and I had a couple good conversations yesterday, unprompted, unscripted, and that's usually the best talk radio can be. So we'll continue our blind side conversation, maybe get a couple more of those in as well. We're, of course, broadcasting through the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Just a couple days left for free gas. That's right, free gas. Now through April 10th, you can get free fuel when you shop at Northwest Motorsport. NWMSRocks.com slash free gas for the Northwest's largest inventory of cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Save at the pump by shopping Northwest Motorsport. So, there you go. That's our show outlook. It's brought to you by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any real estate questions you have around Western Montana, give Brent and his team a call today. A couple of pieces of housekeeping. I'm watching myself up on the TV on SWX Montana. My head is a little shinier. That's what happens when you go down to the Cubist Barbershop. Thanks to those guys for hooking it up, as always. They're keeping all your guys here at ESPN Montana looking fresh. I know that they they do the deal for our good buddy Andrew, our good buddy Tommy, and uh, Smalls, Zach, and Jason, everybody down there at Cubist Barbershop. They do a great job. So appreciate the quick haircut today. I only got about two hairs left to cut, so mine only takes about 11 minutes. So it's, uh, it's an in and out, but I always love going down there and hanging out. A couple more scheduling notes for you. Tomorrow, we're back to one of our favorite spots. We'll be broadcasting to you live from Brett's RV and Marine. They got another sale rolling. They are the masters of the sale springtime. That's because they're trying to hook you up. They're trying to get you all ready for summer. And then our main guy, Tommy Evans, he'll be manning the uh, remote broadcast from Brett's RV and Marine on Friday as well because we – here at Nuana's Now will be down at Hamilton High School. The Grizz football spring game from Hamilton High School kicking off at 6 p.m. So we'll do Nuana's Now all the way up to it, and then they'll pick up the broadcast and uh, they'll have the spring game live for you on SWX Montana. So the t- traveling radio show continues. You already know the whole song and dance on how you can stream the show, 1029ESPN.com, or how you can get us on YouTube, But how about this? There's so many different things uh, in life that that add to the fabric of what we do, the diversity of intelligence, and there's certain things that I pride myself in being able to to do at a high level. There's also certain stuff I can't do at all, and that's why I'm so happy to have the guys that are sitting on the other side of the glass, because they can figure all this stuff out, and this is incredible. We have now officially launched an ESPN Montana app. So if you go to your app store on all of your Apple uh, devices, you can just type in ESPN Montana, and boom, you got the app. What are you going to find on the ESPN Montana app? Well, as of right now, you'll find this show each day live and archived. You'll also find live and archived broadcasts of the Grizzly Cross team, Jeff Safford, the... Uh, Most famously, voice of the Missoula Paddleheads. He is now working as the voice of the Grizz lacrosse team and the Grizz hockey team as well. So we'll have those broadcasts. The uh, Grizz and the Bobcats squared off on the lacrosse pitch this last weekend. Don't get our uh, fearless leader started on the results. She was screaming and yelling and not happy (laughs) with the Montana State performance, but the Cats did take down the Grizz this last weekend. But that's here nor there. We have a great new opportunity here for streaming, all sorts of different types of sports. And this app will continue to evolve and improve and build and diversify. Uh, But it's incredible work that these guys have done. The technology they've been able to implement and master already is pretty pretty amazing. So if you want an additional place to watch Nuanas Now or you want a place to find some local sports, some sports from around the state of Montana – Go download that ESPN Montana app, and I bet you it'll keep on giving just what you want, just what you need. There's going to be a lot of uh, cool things on there by the time this thing's all said and done. But shout out to Tommy Evans, Jeff Safford, Andrew Houghton, all the guys who have been working on this. I know that Jeff has really brought a, a great additional element to our team here with his ability to do video, his ability to sort of spearhead that element of it. Tommy's ability to do anything technologically is uh Uh, A true mastery and a true marvel. So I appreciate those guys for doing it. So go do it right now. How about just go download that ESPN Montana app? The more you download it, the more we will help it grow and diversify, and uh, the better it will be for everybody involved. Noah is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Hope you're having a great Wednesday. We the NCAA tournament is over. So we have our bracket challenge winners. We've identified four out of six of you. We still need a couple of you to hit us up because with our ESPN hosting site, we can't click on your username and find your contact info. So if your name wasn't a part of it or your team name isn't obvious for who you are, we need you to hit us up. So let us know because we have some sweet, sweet prizes for you. six total prize winners. All told, for our ESPN Bracket Challenge presented by Paradise Falls, as well as our Second Chance Challenge. So we're still looking for the the winner of our big pool, their username on ESPN, Kodiak. So that's K-O-D-Y-A-K. Text us if you're that person, 406-888-1029. And we also need our second place winner for the Second Chance Pool, that person, R Dub Hawks 86. R D U B Hawks 86. So, either of those two people, if you're listening, or if you know those people or whatever, call us, text us, but let us know 406 888 1029, and we'll get you your great prize packages in short order. We're going to talk some Danny Sprinkles, so how about this? Bobcat fans support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at student and faculty-owned Montana State bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. That's right. If you buy any sort of merchandise at the MSU bookstore, they then reinvest some of that to help textbooks and other course materials become cheaper, more affordable. Pretty cool. You can always shop online at MSUBookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your Bobcat headquarters. The news of the day, Danny Sprinkle, the reigning Big Sky Conference men's basketball coach of the year. He's been given a contract ex- contract extension, excuse me. Bobcats went 27 and 7 this previous year. Their most wins overall in their Big Sky Conference era dating all the way back to 1963 their most conference wins in the history of them being in the Big Sky Conference, their first outright league title in 20 years, their first Big Sky Conference tournament title, and their first NCAA tournament appearance since 1996. That is a good enough of a season in year three of the Danny Sprinkle tenure at his alma mater to earn Coach Sprinkle... A place in the narrative. And what I mean by that is every offseason, there's always the national media guys and the national media outlets that are putting on Twitter, hey, keep an eye out for these names when it comes to the coaching carousel in men's college basketball. Danny Spriggle was on those various, you know, sort of arbitrary lists. So that's when your name starts swirling, but then we also saw, last year, Shante Leggins, who was the Big Sky Conference Coach of the Year at Eastern Washington and led the Eagles to the Big Sky Tournament title. He jumped ship for the University of Portland last offseason. Part of that was because of some of the financial perils that exist at Eastern Washington. Part of it was because of the narrative that exists surrounding Eastern Washington athletics, fair or otherwise that the Eagles are really in a state of financial turmoil and that their Division One future is in question. You saw that narrative contribute to a mass exodus of men's and women's basketball players last offseason. Eight guys from the Eastern Washington team, including eight of their 10 top minutes played players, all left the program. On the women's side, nine players left. On the women's side, they decided to part ways with Wendy Shuler, the longest tenured coach in the Big Sky, to that point. And on the men's side, Shantae Leggins among the most impactful departures from that program. Well, Leggins then led Portland to 20 wins this season. They won a couple postseason games in one of the lesser postseason tournaments. And Leggins' name is a hot name in the coaching world, as it should be and as it has been. But there's a lot of people that think that he might be the heir apparent at his alma mater at Cal. Well, part of being the heir apparent at your alma mater is having an alma mater like Cal, so that gives you a leg up. But I also think there's some exposure, some elevated exposure, and uh, I think it's a, I guess what I, my my thesis statement, as it were, here is that it's easier to get out of the league that you're in if the league that you're in is not the Big Sky Conference. If the league that you're in is out west, I really do think it's hard. For coaches at this level Specifically in this conference To use The Big Sky as a stepping stone And why is that? Well first of all we already have Some evidence of that Coaches that have moved on and moved up And moved on from, from the Big Sky Include Guys like Mike Montgomery Back in the late 1980's Who then went on to great success at Stanford Turned the Cardinal into a Final Four program Stu Morrill who left Montana and then went to Colorado State and then to Utah State, one of the great mid-major, one of the great whack coaches of all time. Blaine Taylor, he joined Monty's staff at Stanford and then went to Old Dominion. He's probably going to go to the Hall of Fame there at Old Dominion. And then, of course, the most recent two, Larry Kristoviak, after two years as his alma mater of Montana, went to Utah for 10 years. He was let go at the end of last year, but he got a healthy buyout from it. And then Wayne Tinkle, who also led his alma mater at the University of Montana for eight seasons and is now at Oregon State. What do those guys all have in common? Well, they all coach at the University of Montana. What's those guys also all have in common? They're all at Montana for eight years or less and then left. That's where we have a crossroads right now with Travis Takir, the University of Montana men's basketball coach. He was in the mix at Cal once upon a time. He was in the mix at Washington State, Colorado State, Wyoming. His name has been swirling and rumored for several jobs around the region that would be considered a step up from the big sky in terms of salary and resources, maybe program prestige. But his star and his status in the coaching world not nearly as hot because after he posted back-to-back 26-win seasons and back-to-back NCAA tournament appearances, the Grizz haven't won 20 games since. So did he did he get stuck? I don't know. He also saw Randy Ray at Weber State, five-time Big Sky Conference Coach of the Year, multiple NCAA tournament appearances. Well, he was in the mix for a couple jobs, including Utah State a couple years back. He parlayed that into a eight-year contract extension at Weber that made him the highest-paid coach in the league in terms of base salary by almost two times. Since he signed that extension, though, Ray has not sniffed a league title or a Big Sky tournament title. Weaver has not played in a Big Sky championship game since either the first or second year in Reno, but it's definitely been a handful of years since Weaver was a true contender in the Big Sky. So is that another example of quote-unquote getting stuck? I think there's a lot that goes into this. First of all, I think that Larry Kostowiak, Wayne Tinkle, those two guys had elevated ability to get a power five job because Larry Kostoviak played for 13 seasons in the NBA and Wayne Tiggle played for 14 seasons overseas. They both have very marketable images. They're both the size of professional basketball players, which, which I do think inevitably helps you. If you do have uh if you're tall, I really do think it helps you. I think if you're short, I think it hurts you. From a marketing and just an exposure promotion standpoint, and just just a, an overall gravitas, so to speak. But uh, more than anything, though, it was those guys' power prowess, excuse me, as players, and then their accomplishment as coaches that helped get them to the Pac-12. But I don't know what it's going to take now. The other thing that's probably another huge factor is how much the Big Sky Conference and the Division One college basketball landscape has changed just in a short eight years. I hearken back to Travis DeCure's first year at the University of Montana. For those that remember, those that follow Grizz basketball, Travis DeCure's first career game coaching his alma mater was against Boise State in Missoula. What are the chances of Boise State, a team that won 26 games this last year, was the outright Mountain West Conference champions, the Mountain West Tournament champions? What's the, the validity, what's the chance of that team Coming to Missoula now. I'll tell you what it is. Nothing. Zilch. Nada. The scheduling in the Big Sky Conference and in Division I basketball as a whole has become completely stratified. All the schools in the Power Five have so much money that they can buy so many guaranteed home games during their non-conference. And the sweet spot is to be able to buy enough quote-unquote cupcakes so that even if you go 500 or even maybe a game or two below 500 in your conference... As long as you get to that 20-win mark, you're going to the NCAA tournament. Because right now, the pl- the place we're in, in college basketball, is the top six leagues, and I'm counting the Power Five plus the Big East. They're going to get half of their leagues into the tournament every year, roughly. I mean, there was nine Big Ten tournament teams in the t- NCAA tournament this year. Nine. That's two-thirds of the league, maybe in three-quarters of the league. I don't even know how many teams are actually in the Big Ten anymore. i tell you this. I do know it's not 10. It's substantially more than 10. But that's sort of the the hilarity of the Power Five right now. But if if you're Oregon or Washington or Mississippi State or Tennessee or Auburn or whatever, you're gonna try to make a non-conference schedule in which you play enough mid to low majors or non-D ones to get to that 20-win mark, and then all of a sudden maybe you're Iowa State, who was an 11 seed in the tournament, but guess what? Iowa State went 7 and 11 in Big Sky or in Big 12 play, excuse me, 7 and 11. There are four games below 500 in conference play. They made the NCAA tournament. They won a couple games. They went to the Sweet 16. That's the reality of the situation in the Power Five. It also impacts the scheduling so much as well, though. So how do you get yourself jockeyed to get a great seed in the NCAA tournament if you can't get legitimate home games? Like the Grizz played 17 home games this last season. The Bobcats played, I think, 16. Who are the best teams that came to the state of Montana this last year? I mean... Southern Miss for the Grizz. I mean, Omaha for the Bobcats. I mean, you're not talking... When I was in college, I watched Stanford play in Missoula. I watched Wisconsin-Milwaukee, coached by Bruce Pearl, play in Missoula. Even as recent as like six years ago, we were seeing UC Santa Barbara come to Bozeman. Central Michigan come to Bozeman when Brian Fish was there. Those games aren't really being scheduled anymore. So I think it's harder to use the Big Sky as a launching pad if your goal is to be a Power 5 or a Power 6 or whatever you want to call it in men's college basketball. I also think, though, it's so much different than any of the other leagues in the West. Right now, the Pac-12, is it's gotten its footing back a little bit. The Pac-12 was in a state of disarray a couple of years ago. It's still not there with the Big 12, the ACC, or probably even the Big 10, but it is a little bit better. And there was a moment in time where you could tell the joke that the only – that that, that there was only one -one, one non-one-bid league in the West, and you could make the joke that the Pac-12 was one of the one-bid leagues and that the Mountain West was the one that wasn't. Well, now you got four teams out of the Mountain West going this last year. The Pac-12 had five. So uh, it's a lot easier. And the West Coast Conference, for example, had three. So now you're talking about you don't necessarily have to be the undisputed champion of your league to make it to the NCAA tournament. That's what makes jobs in the big sky so hard. You could have a spectacular season, and then if you get derailed or get knocked out of the conference tournament, your season's all for naught because it's not a multiple-bid multiple, multiple bid league, and it probably never will be. There's also just the reality, though, of exposure. People sort of scoffed when Shante Leggins left Eastern Washington and thought to themselves, well, isn't Eastern Washington a better job than Portland? Yes, it is. Traditionally, yes, it is. I believe that 13 straight coaches have been let go at, at Portland, including right before Shante Liggins, Terry Porter, a guy who was an icon in the City of Roses, a guy who was an all-time great Portland trailblazer who couldn't get it done at Portland. Well, there's, these, there's other factors, though, in terms of like the shoe deals, the, the, the deals you have with Nike or Adidas or whatever it might be when you're a school like Portland as opposed to a school like Montana State or Eastern Washington. There's also the fact that you're just in a more recognizable league. Call it what it is. I mean, the the thing that's holding the Big Sky Conference back the most in men's basketball, people aren't going to like to hear this, but it's football. It's football. It's a football conference. The fact that football is provided at all of the member institutions means significantly less resources and significantly less spotlight for men's basketball. There's a, a reality in which you could finish third, fourth, or fifth, somewhere along those lines in the West Coast Conference as a team like Portland or a team like San Diego. And you could get an NIT bid or even an NCAA tournament bid. And now all of a sudden, you're a hot name. Now all of a sudden, you might be on your way to a big-time program. Look at the guy who was just at, Look at San Francisco. San Francisco is a great example. Kyle Smith was at San Francisco. He had a couple pretty okay years. Boom, he's at Washington State. The most recent guy... Who's at San Francisco, whose names escapes me, boom, he also got a Power 5 job. So how, you also have more fertile recruiting grounds. There's all these different things. So while we love to believe that the Big Sky Conference has a, a certain mystique and appeal, and it certainly does, and that's, that's something I've believed throughout my career, that's why we do what we do, but... What are the limitations? There's always gonna be limitations if you're coaching men's basketball at a football school. And that's what Montana and Montana State are. There's also the the key factor here that Travis DeKear and Danny Sprinkle are both coaching at their alma maters. But how much goodwill, how much leeway, how much all of it does that provide you? Does that extend you? I'm not sure. So I'm not saying Sprinkle's stuck. I actually think it's a great thing for Montana State. It's a great thing for the Big Sky conference. It's a great thing that he got extended. But I heard from so many different people, why would Danny Sprinkle leave after one good year? And the reason he would leave after one good year is because now you've reset the bar of expectation for yourself, and how do you overcome and surpass that? I'm not sure. Travis DeCure has already experienced it firsthand. He's already seen setting and resetting a school record with 26 wins two years in a row, going to -to back-to-back NCAA tournaments sometimes your own success can be your own downfall for better or worse. So I do think that when you can move, if you can strike while the iron's hot, I guess to put a bow on this, to bring this full circle, from a personal level and a show level, I'm very, very happy that Danny Sprinkle is still at Montana State. He's been great to us, gracious enough to give us weekly interviews throughout basketball season for three years in a row. I also think he's a great fit at MSU, because of his understanding of the campus community, his understanding of Bozeman, his understanding of his alma mater, and he also loves the place. But it's also going to be a matter of time before he's on the move unless Montana State invests in basketball and makes it a uh, job on par with the ones that Sprinkles' name is getting floated for. So, uh, you know, is, is getting stuck in the big sky real? I think we have some examples to say that it is. And I'm not trying to rain on anybody's parade because I think it's a great day at MSU And uh, probably exactly what I actually expected to happen, given the state of affairs. But very, very cool uh, for MSU to extend Danny Sprinkle. But if and when coaches leave, don't be surprised. We already saw with Jeff Linder making the right move, going to Wyoming. And uh, he had a great year this year with the Cowboys. So is is the big sky a barren wasteland when it comes to moving up? I'm not sure. But also, the last thing I'll leave you with is it doesn't have to be. I think if the school's can find a way to gain traction and continue to invest in football, continue their success in football, that's great. That's a great revenue source, a great revenue stream. But how do you then also have comparable investment in the basketball programs? I think it's possible. I definitely do. I think you have to have the foresight, the ambition to be able to do it. Go out. Go download that ESPN Montana app. Tommy's shown it to me through the glass. Looks like it's up and rolling. So go on your app store. Go download the ESPN Montana app. And uh, we can't wait to reach out to you in one more way than we already do. It's is Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Bobcat fans support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchases lower the price of course material for Montana State students. Shop online at msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. More MSU stuff with Alex Escherman live after this, the Montana State Minute upcoming. And stay tuned, about 15 minutes away from a little Wing It Wednesday, giving you an opportunity to win some wings for the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. We also got some Grizz guys coming in the second hour. Andrew Schmidt, former Grizz running back, NFL agent, and Masters aficionado, will join us at 5 for our ESPN roundtable. And Evan Todd, a standout javelin thrower for the Grizz track team, will join us at 5 30. All that coming up next. Keep it right here. 1029 ESPN Missoula. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406 640 4444 today or you can visit montanaadvocates.com and remember you deserve an advocate ESPN Missoula Sports Center Pro days played out at Montana State on Monday and Montana on Tuesday as more than a dozen former Big Sky Conference standouts ran, jumped, and lifted for NFL scouts. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. A total of 11 former Bobcats, including 9 who played on MSU's National Runner-Up Squad in the most recent season and 2 more who were seniors on MSU's 2019 FCS Final Four Qualifier, worked out for 21 scouts on Monday. Among the standout performances included All-American defensive end Daniel Hardy making waves by leaping 40 inches in the vertical jump, soaring 10 feet seven inches in the broad jump and running an unofficial time of 4.6 seconds in the 40-yard dash. Other standouts included MSU All-American linebacker Troy Anderson, the 2022 defensive MVP in the Big Sky, breaking four seconds in the short shuttle, marking the only time a prospect in the country broke that vaunted mark any position. All-American wide receiver Lance McCutcheon pounded out 19 reps on the bench at a 36.5-inch vertical and broad jumped more than 10 feet. In Missoula on Tuesday, a total of seven former Grizz performed for a group of seven NFL scouts. Among the standouts included defensive back Omar Hicks Anu pounding out 21 bench reps, leaping 36.5 inches in the vertical and running under 4.6 seconds in the 40 twice. Wide receiver Sammy Akem did 14 bench reps and broad jumped more than 10 feet. For more on Pro Day's official results, tune in to Nuwana's Now all week long from 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Missoula. What up, Montana? Welcome back. New On Is Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Also on YouTube, also live streamed on 1029ESPN.com. How about this? We got an ESPN Montana app as well. Go download it. ESPN Montana on your App Store on all your Apple devices. If you're an Android guy or a lady or user or whatever, that one's on the way. ASAP. But please go download all that fun stuff coming up in just a minute, our Montana State Minute presented in part by J&V Restaurant Supply. J&V, they are your restaurant specialists, whether you are a restaurant owner or you're hosting a big party, graduation's coming up, it's also wedding season. Any big event, any group thing that you got going on, J&V Restaurant Supply. They got you covered. They also have a phenomenal website, jvrestaurant.com, plus locations in Bozeman, Billings, and Great Falls. Get everything you need for your next event at JNV Restaurant, your restaurant specialist. Visit jvrestaurant.com today. She's been a busy lady, so this has been... Uh, on and off the last couple of weeks, but very happy always to have Alex Eschelman in with us here on Nuana's. Now it is ESPN Radio. She is from SWX Montana Television, doing a great job there, covering all things sports over in Bozeman. And Alex, thank you so much for being with us. How you doing? Well, oh, Colter, well it's a
1: it's a privilege to be on your show. So thank you for having having me. I'm doing well.
0: How are you? Very good. All the uh, all the tech nerds that I work with, they all got us a new app launched. So. Things I could never figure out, but very happy to present the world. So it's a good day here at uh, at ESPN Radio. Did you get any snow over there in Bozeman the last couple of days? Because we had a squall here in Missoula on Monday.
1: Thankfully, no. Last week we did, but the winds have been uh, going uh, pretty aggressively. And I, I was just saying this that at this time of year, Colter, I am a wimp. I'm ready. I mean, Bill Lambert, he told me I was at pro day and I'm standing there like doing jumping jacks to try to get warm. And he goes, you are just, he goes, you are just so soft. I go, Bill, how could you say that to me? And we just started laughing, but it's true. And I'm going to own it because at this point, it's April, and I'm ready
0: for some sunshine and warmth. Okay, what what can I say? Hey, it's it's on the way, and then we'll get to enjoy the glorious, uh, greatest ten weeks of the year, which is when Montana actually has a brief moment of summer, and we're much looking forward to it. A lot to get to today on the Montana State Minute. Let's first talk about the news of the day: Danny Sprinkle, a four-year contract extension. You're in Bozeman, Alex, mm-hmm. so I'm sure you've been hearing all the rumblings. Working in this business, I'm sure every time you go anywhere, people are like, was Coach Sprinkle leaving? Where is he going? I heard San Diego, blah, 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 But mm-hmm. now it looks like he's here to stay, at least for this moment in time, with uh, a four-year contract extension presented to him today by Athletic right. Director Leon Costello. So uh, just what it's been like in Bozeman the last couple of weeks with everybody sort of talking about this, and also probably a sigh of relief for Bobcat fans across the state, across the country that Danny Sprinkle, at least for now, here to stay.
1: You couldn't have said it better, Coulter. I think it's a huge sigh of relief. And selfishly, I think for us reporters, too, its I mean, it's been nice that they've been winning all these games and taking them to the tournament for the first time in 20-plus years. I just think that, um, you know, Coach Sprinkle is such an important part of not only the Montana State athletic community, but just the community in general. He's really... Brought. I mean, along with Coach Benford, both of those coaches have really made this town and the small city of Bozeman a basketball town. And I think that having him here for just a little while longer, I mean, I, I find it hard to believe that the University of San Diego is the only uh, program knocking on his door. Uh, but I, I do think that to know that he's going to be here for a little while longer, Bobcat Nation is just, absolutely relieved and excited. I'm already excited for basketball season knowing that news came
0: out today. Well, now the work begins because uh, Danny Sprinkle has set the bar high with a 27-win season and an NCAA right. tournament bid. And now he has to replace three outstanding super seniors. So, uh, But it seems like just dealing with him and, and talking to him as much as we do, seems like he's up to the task. Oh,
1: absolutely. I think that... The biggest thing when talking to all of the players and asking them, you know, what have you learned most from Coach Sprink? And he, the, all of them, first and foremost, say his work ethic, how hard he studies, he watches film, he prepares for everything, everything that they go into. He is 110% prepared every single time. And he even says that he is, you know, not necessarily all buddy-buddy with the guys. He pushes them to be their absolute
0: best, and obviously we saw that this year. Alex Esserman joining us from SWX Montana Television here on Nuanas Now. We are also on SWX, but also on ESPN Radio around the great state of Montana. Alex joins us once a week to give us an update on all things Montana State. So you mentioned just how cold it was at the Pro Day on Monday, Alex, but also some outstanding performances, and I thought that all the guys showed up looking really, really good physically, And I thought some of them gave themselves a really elevated opportunity when it comes to getting a shot at the next level. But what were your impressions? Who who did you think stood out? Who was fun to watch and and, uh, film and all that sort of stuff from the Bobcat Pro Day on Monday?
1: First of all, Coulter, I have to give a shout-out to every single one of the, the players that competed. I mean, it is such a nerve-wracking experience just to watch it. For sure. And, you know, knowing that this is the biggest, arguably the biggest test of their athletic career up to this point. And, a, and an extra shout-out to Hunter Sparks, the one Montana Tech ore digger who was there that uh, was representing them. And then you had Kevin Cassis and Jockway Allen, guys that didn't get their shot back in 2019 when they were seniors to come back after two, three years, it was so incredible. So those three uh, athletes really stood out to me just in uh, the amount of respect I had for them for that. Daniel Hardy, his his, uh, 40 inch vertical, Danny just absolutely crushed it. That was the highlight for me of the entire pro day, watching him jump that high and then the reaction from all of the guys in the room His reaction was so awesome. And and to know the type of person that Danny is, too, on top of it, it it was just that much sweeter.
0: He's definitely done all he possibly can to give himself an opportunity. And Mm -hmm. it's like I said on the show yesterday, that's what sports is all about is you actually can work. You can work as hard as you possibly want. You can dream it into existence. You can try as your absolute best, give it your all, pour your heart and soul into it, and sometimes it still doesn't right. work out. But that's okay. As long as you walk away knowing that you gave it their all. But I do think that all of those guys, they can all walk away with their head held proud no matter what happens in the next month or so, mm-hmm. whether they get shots or not at the next level. But if you're a guy like Daniel Hardy, you're a guy like Lance McCutcheon, you're a guy like Trey Webb, I think all three of those guys definitely boosted their stock. I think Louis Kidd, Solidified his, maybe not a huge boost, but he solidified his. And uh, Troy Anderson continues to build his legend. He only did two drills and he still almost broke the internet, like he's been prone to do here these last couple months. So, uh, very cool uh, for those MSU guys uh, that participated in Pro Day on Monday there in Bozeman. Alex Eschelman joining us here on Nuanas now. And uh, last thing for you, Alex. I wanted to get your reactions on the MSU powwow, because I know we talked a little bit about it a couple weeks ago, but I, I know that you actually got to experience mm-hmm. it and see some of the great Montana State athletes participating in that. Uh, Ryan Davis, yeah. Cola Bad Bear, Raekwon uh, Battle. So what did you think of the the overall experience? Because I, I was so jealous of you. I even texted you that I was jealous of you for being there. Sounds sounded like it was an awesome evening. Well, and speaking of our
1: our text back and forth culture, one thing that we just talked about and. And I, I said this to you, I said, when, you know, when I first moved here, I said, everyone needs to go see a big city like a Manhattan, New York, or Chicago, um, San Francisco, whatnot, and an Ennis or a White Sulphur Springs, Montana, because it just explains so much about the way people grow up, you know, their, the way they're raised, their beliefs, more, all those things. And I'm adding powwows to that list. So, like, you ha- everybody needs to experience a powwow because it explains so much and it teaches you so much about the beautiful culture of, of the American Indian community. Um, and to see Ryan Raekwon Cola in that light, that is my favorite part about my job. And, you know, just being able to connect with athletes in a, in a human way and get to see them as overall people. And, and every, part that makes them who they are, I think is so important. And to be able to be a part of that um, experience and just to see Ryan, Raekwon, and Cola in, in a totally different way, performing in, in a way that we no one really typically gets to see was really special. It was really special. And Coach Vegan was there. Um, his wife, Molly, was there. Um, Coach Benford and her husband. It was just a really cool experience. An athletic experience in a completely
0: uh, different way. Well, so happy for you that you got to see it because it is one of the most beautiful things that you will see in Montana or the great Mm -hmm. gatherings that you get to be a part of. So, Awesome that you got to experience that. I love the way you put that too. I think that everybody should have to experience all elements of America to to see just the difference between the cities and the rural places like we live right now. So, uh, Alex Eschman, she joins Mm -hmm. us once a week here on you want us now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television as part of our Montana State Minute. Alex, great stuff as always. Thanks so much for being here, and uh, we'll, we'll circle back around with you next week, but thanks so much. Thanks,
1: Coulter.
0: Always a privilege to be on your show. Montana State Minute brought to you in part by J&V Restaurant Supply. Visit j online at jvrestaurant.com. How about some free wings and some more unprepared Conversations. Wing It Wednesday, presented by the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill, plus a blindside. Keep it right here, it's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Sports Bet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sports Bet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. This is New One is now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Good morning. On this day we become legendary. Everything we dreamed of. I'm like the fly Malcolm X by any jeans necessary. Detroit red cleaned up. From the streets of the league, from an eighth to a key. But you graduate when you make it up out of the streets. From the moments of pain. Look how far we have came. Oh Kanye for you on a Wednesday. I always say it, but I keep saying it. I know he's out there. I know Kanye West is all out there. It's fine. Good Most geniuses are. I know you might be saying, oh, how are you saying that guy's genius? He's crazy. Well, those two things sometimes go hand in hand. And I just like him, all right? I like his music. It's good for nuanas now. We'll go back, ESPN Radio. SWX Montana Television. And we got an app. ESPN MT, search it on your app store. Looks great. Shout out to Jeff Safford for all his work with all the blue frame technology. Shout out to Tommy Evans for all his app development skills. It's crazy. Tommy's the best person I know at teaching himself how to do something and then doing it. Jeff's pretty dang good at at the elements he's been working on too. But uh, couldn't do it without those guys. And very exciting because I think it's going to open up all sorts of great things for us, all sorts of new Opportunities, And when it comes to you guys out there, all sorts of great ways to consume sports around the great state of Montana at an even higher level. So appreciate all the work that's gone into it. Now on your end, go download it. Also, on your end, how about some free wings? We got a dozen wings from the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. We watched the national championship game from the Despo on Monday. It was very fun. Great atmosphere down there. Had ourselves some wings, some fries couple brewskis. And uh, got to watch Andrew contain his emotions at least a little bit while watching his Kansas Jayhawks celebrate their first national title in almost 15 years. But if you want a basket of wings to the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill, they're the best wings in the city of Missoula, as voted on by you, the Missoula public. Text us right now. Texter number 3. 406 888 one zero two nine. That's 888-1029, Texture number three. We got a basket of wings at the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill for you. Yesterday, we reinstituted one of my favorite games called the Blindside, where we just come up with open-ended and uh, non-prepared sports co- sports questions to dis- to stimulate then sports discussions. So we only got through a couple on each side yesterday. Uh, I asked Andrew about international soccer and some of the things maybe holding back the United States from being a true world power. We also talked about some Grizz Pro Day stuff. Uh, he had a great question about a secondary pro football league in America and, and what maybe I would do to make it work. But, Andrew, do you have your questions? Do you, do you still have them left over? You got them in your head, or do you have any left that you wanted to ask? Because I still have a couple uh, that I had written down.
2: Here's the one that I've been thinking about, Coulter. You've been watching Winning Time about the rise of the the Los Angeles Lakers Mm -hmm. in the 1980s. That got me thinking about sort of the Los Angeles Lakers' status as America's team. And winning time is sort of about their rise to become mm-hmm. that. I mean, that's wow. when they sort of, that 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 made the Lakers famous with those 1980s teams. It's not like the Lakers hadn't had success before that. For sure. But Showtime, Magic Johnson, all those guys, th- that really turned the Los Angeles Lakers into a team that everybody across America knows about. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to ask you about uh, how that sort of progression is portrayed in winning time. What elements do you think is necessary for a team to sort of make that jump? Yep. Do you think it's possible for a team to lose that status? And I'm not thinking so much about the Los Angeles Lakers, who have certainly had a down season, officially uh, eliminated from playoff contention last night, Uh, but also about a team like the Dallas Cowboys, who haven't won a playoff game in 20 years. Maybe a team like the New York Knicks, uh, who haven't uh, had much recent success, all teams that I think you could d- describe as America's team in one way or another. That uh, d- do you lose that status after a long period of of failure?
0: Well, I think that the Los Angeles Lakers hold a distinctly unique place in the American sporting lexicon because one of the one of the things that's emphasized and re-emphasized in winning time is the vision, the uh, the bravado, and uh, the courage that Dr. Jerry Buss had in buying, leveraging, and transforming the Los Angeles Lakers. The La- uh, Andrew's right. I mean, the Lakers won, I think, four or five NBA championships back in their days in Minneapolis when George Michael was roaming the sidelines. Those teams had... No pop culture relevance whatsoever. The Lakers also played in, I believe, nine NBA finals against the Boston Celtics and almost every single one of them. Yeah, I mean, they had Jerry West, Elgin Baylor, and Will Chamberlain. Chamberlain right. Yeah. They had star power. They had uh, success. They just had a hard time getting ultimate success except for the one year that they did beat the Celtics. They won one championship with that core, but they lost to Bill Russell's Celtics over and over and over again. But none of that, I think that there's a, there's a certain time and place element to their explosion onto the national scene, which that, that happens across the board with anything that becomes truly famous or, or wildly popular coast to coast. There's always a tipping point. But I think that Winning Time shows so aptly the, the vision and foresight and, and more than anything, though, courage that Dr. Jerry Buss had. And when I say courage, I don't mean some, like, war hero – no, Jerry Buss just had the courage to be a completely uh, reckless financial investor. I mean, when he bought the Lakers and he bought the Forum, he did it with a bunch of deeds, with a bunch of house, with a bunch of real estate assets basically. And then when the the tax man comes knocking, when when the collectors and the collections come due, you got to pay the bills and they had to pay the bills before they had ever experienced that initial success coming out of 1979 when they drafted Magic Johnson, the number one overall pick, into 1980 when they... It's all part of the story now, and it sort of rolls all together. But that 1980 championship by the Los Angeles Lakers, under new ownership, when Jack McKinney, the head coach, had wrecked his bicycle and suffered a traumatic brain injury and wasn't able to coach. And they have this completely unproven, unknown guy in Paul Westhead as the coach. And you have this mercurial superstar, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who at that exact moment in time was contemplating retiring and the, the strife and the, the rift between he and magic Johnson, the 1980 championship was completely unlikely, but it launched this unbelievable run in which the Lakers won five of the next, I think 11 championships and the rest is history. But at that exact moment going into the 1979 season, bus had owned the Lakers for a couple years and he was all the way up a creek. He was about to be bankrupt, but he was able to finagle Pass the. I won't spoil the whole show for you, but pass the paperwork on, and then watch the whole thing explode and evolve. But it t- it took a lot of. Um, he he had to take he had to roll the dice. He he had to, to gamble quite a bit to make it happen. But I think that when I talk about his vision, the reason the Lakers exploded in L.A. and then on the national scene was the Lakers became synonymous with Hollywood. And Hollywood became synonymous with the Lakers. And we see that even today. Some would argue that this is the worst Lakers team since Dr. Buss bought the franchise some almost 50 years ago. Almost, I, 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 almost 60 years ago, actually. Some, some would argue it's one of just the most uh, dysfunctional versions of the team. But what do we still see? Unbelievable interest the Lakers' leading sports center. Uh, not leading, but being a part of the the national conversation every day. Russell Westbrook being bad gets more coverage than most guys being good. <laughs> LeBron James winning the scoring title and having this this little beef with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and all of it, it, it's still a part of it because the Lakers became more than just a sports team. They became a pop culture entity. They became Hollywood. And that's all because of Jerry Buss. Like, people forget. Cheerleaders used to wear, like, long sleeve sweaters and, like, skirts to the floor. The Laker girls were a complete novelty when they first started. Courtside seats didn't exist at basketball arenas until the Lakers had courtside seats. And they put Jack Nicholson and Diane Cannon and, you know, whoever else, Regina Spector, all these people in these seats, Diane Diane Warwick, those are the characters that are sitting courtside in the current episodes that I'm watching. But they made it into more than just basketball. And I think that they actually set the tone for what live sports then became over the last four decades. And also, though, what so many elements of live sports continue to chase. How do you get people into arenas? It has to be about more than just the
2: result on the court. It has to be a show. And the Lakers sort of created that. That's exactly right. This is why I asked the question, though. Everything you just said... The owner, the cheerleaders—it applies to the Dallas Cowboys, man. They were a pop culture phenomenon. The Cowboys For don't sure. lead sports center anymore. No, no, they don't. I think part of it is um,
0: I, the the hierarchy of the Bus family. I thought Jerry Buss stepped away at the right time. I thought he passed the leadership on of the Lakers to people like his daughter Jeannie, as well as Rob Palinka. I think part of the reason that the Dallas Cowboys are not pop culture famous anymore is because people are tired of hearing from Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones isn't cool anymore. Jerry Jones used to be the the fancy, brash, oil tycoon, you know, Mr. Slick. Now he's just an old guy who's just up there rambling and crying during press conferences. He Nobody still cares. looks the same. He does still look the same. The thing about it is that, that honestly, the Cowboys missed the boat twice. They missed the boat when they had Tony Romo and not assembling a good enough roster to win at a championship level because Romo was had the star power and the gravitas to be that guy, to continue to make them sort of this, this omnipresent force in pop culture. And then their last little group of stars, they just can't do it. You can't hitch your wagon to Ezekiel Elliott. He's too volatile of a personality. And Zach Prescott's not cool enough. He's just not. People want him to be. The pundits want to force-feed you that he is somehow a top-ten quarterback. He's not. He's just not, and people are smart enough to realize that.
2: Is that why uh, Jerry's the sort of guy who realizes that the, the cool factor is as much a part of it as uh, you know the performance on the field. That's why he was in heavy on somebody like Johnny Manziel, right? But for you, sure. You would agree that, that Jerry's sort of got that sense of it.
0: He does, for sure. I mean, the other thing about the Lakers is, that as long as they continue to get LeBron Jameses of the world, which I know there's not very many of those ever, but like when you got LeBron, you got a you have the formula still, and that's what's so amazing about LA. I think that L the city of LA and the sport of basketball are, are almost a gift that never stops giving because you're gonna always have a premier guy that wants to go play for you. Whereas I don't know
2: if that's necessarily the case with the Dallas Cowboys anymore. I think it's different for football as opposed to basketball too just the structure of sure. of the contracts and everything. I mean in in Dallas the number one drawing factor is there's no state income tax. When when you're right. talking about drawing stars there. But I mean it's 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 a much harder salary capped league you know I mean you can't break the bank for for guys for sure and well also the salary the
0: the tax exemptions uh it comes with a caveat because if you're a professional athlete you still have to pay taxes in every state that you work in all the, all the cities that you play away games so in. you're gonna yeah. play eight away games so you have eight state taxes you got to pay in those states too so it only saves you I mean it does save you money to be sure but I think it's a little bit of a, I don't know. I don't think it's that big of a factor. No one is now, USPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. We'll keep doing some blindsides. I still have some questions for Andrew as well. But we got to get out because we got one of my good buddies, a great friend of this show, one of the funniest guys I know, and, oh, by the way, a master's aficionado, at least a self-anointed one. (laughs) It's Andrew Schmidt. I don't even know which hierarchy of... Title: we will introduce him as he was running back for the Grizz. He's worked as an NFL and uh, college football agent, and he's also really into the Masters, and he always live tweets the Masters each year, and it's always one of my favorite things to follow. So we will talk NFL Combine, NFL scouting, the landscape of college football, and, of course, the Masters as part of our ESPN roundtable. Andrew Schmidt coming up next. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. It's Nuwana's Now ESPN Radio.